kids get the popcorn out. Let me tell you the story of the space viking, Thor Odinson. He was no ordinary man. He was a god. After saving planet Earth for the 500th time, Thor set off on a new journey. Well, he got in shape. He went from dad bod to god bod. And after all that, Mjolnir. he reclaimed his title as the one and only Thor. Oh, spoke too soon. Jane? The old ex-girlfriend. What's it been like? Three, four years? <laughs> Eight years, seven months, and six days. Give or take. My, uh, sensing feelings? Well, you're right. The only ones who gods care about is themselves. So this is my vow. All gods will die. I just want to say that was very, very impressive what you did back there. Just my first bad guy. You never forget your first. You are not like the other gods of Kion. Because I have something worth fighting for. Let's see who you are. I take off your disguise. And flip! Oh, you flip too hard, damn it! Shall we help him? I mean, eventually. Grape. And welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne. You were just listening to the Thor Love and Thunder trailer. As always, I am joined by some guests. First, we have from the Cinemania World team and the Box Office Report Show, we have Larry. Larry, how you doing? Hey, doing better <laughs> after that blur was removed. That's oh what I'll my say. God. <laughs> Fucking door. Chris Hensel cannot catch a break when it comes to you. Jesus. <laughs> we are also joined from the Cinemania World team and film poses. We have Josie. Josie, hello. How are you? Hello, hello. How are we? I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> it's very nice to hear from you. I feel like it's been a while since you and I did a show. I, I was know. Going down the list. I'm glad I to be back. The list and I was like, "What's going on?" I think the last the last show you did was Heartstopper with Larry. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so welcome back. And lastly, we have front of the podcast fellow critic. We have Laura Sirico. Laura, how are you? Good, good. I just like Larry. I'm excited to talk about this movie and Thor's butt. <laughs> uh, it's very nice to hear from you as always. I forget the last show you was on, but it was a couple of reviews ago, I believe. But it's good to have you here as always joining us today. So yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah, for sure. Um, all right, everyone. So we are talking about Thor Love and Thunder. You saw the thumbnail, you saw the title, you heard of the trailer. We're gonna get into the movie. Non-spoiler, of course. We're gonna give all our thoughts from the film, good and bad. So uh, without further ado, let me get like a little bio going, I guess. If you do these movies really need any bios anymore? Like, you know, everyone just kind of sees them and just kind of hopes for the yeah. best at this point. So <laughs> uh, if you are someone, as I stall here, if you are someone that wants a bio uh, per IMDb, Thor enlists the help of Valkyrie Korg and ex-girlfriend Jane Foster to fight Gore the God Butcher, who intends to make the gods instinct. Very simple bio from IMDb there. So now I'll go around, get everyone's thoughts on the movie like we always do, and then I'll give my thoughts at the end after everyone. I'll start with you, Larry. What did you think about Thor, Love, and Thunder? Well, I actually had a good time overall with the film. Mm -hmm. I think that I've really warmed up to... Taika Waititi. I think I have had the opposite 
like trajectory with him <laughs> that the rest of the world has. It took me a minute to really gel with his humor and his style. But now that I, I feel like I have, I, I have a lot of fun with his projects. And that was no different here with Thor, Love and Thunder. Not only is Chris Hemsworth a dream on my eyeballs every time he's on screen uh he gave us marvel's first like actual human nudity so you know that's a fun thing taika continues to give us booties on the screen every time he does one of these thor movies i'm just thankful this one you know was hemsworth and not a green hulk booty again Please. you know i think we're all happy but uh, i'm happy that natalie portman is back to kind of redeem jane foster in the mcu she left on not the greatest note, and obviously she left because uh, the whole director situation with the second Thor film, and she's amazing here. I think she is the standout of this cast. Hemsworth is just as good as he's been. He's really just kind of transformed into the character at this point. Um, Christian Bale is also fantastic in the screen time that he's given. I wish we would have got more of him, and I wish we would have got more of Tessa Thompson's Valkyrie, but everyone in this cast really brings it. The action is a lot of fun. It's really inventive when it hits the right spot, like that black and white fight scene we see in mm -hmm. the trailer mm -hmm. looks yep. amazing on yeah. the big screen. But it's just, a, it's a lot of fun. It's like a rock and roll 80s, good time. That also mixes in a lot more heart than I was anticipating. That third act, it, it might get you in your feels. So I had fun with Love and Thunder. All right. All right. Let's go down the list here. Let's go next to Josie. What did you think of Thor Love and Thunder? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm going to be the Debbie Downer in this review. Um, I liked it. Um, I don't know if my expectations were too high or the movie isn't as good as everyone is saying. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I think it's the first one. I think my expectations were too high because I, I'm, I'm on the other hand and I love Taika Waititi. I love his work. I mean, I'm obsessed with Our Flag Means Death and just everything he does. So I was expecting to unconditionally love this film, but I came out of it um, with a little bit of apprehension and a little bit of doubts here and mm -hmm. there. There are some things that I wish were better. Uh, there are definitely some things I loved, but I was just hoping for a little bit more balance between the humor and the seriousness. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, all right, let's go to Laura. Laura, how about you? Uh, let's get some of your thoughts on Thor Love and Thunder. You know, I uh, so I, I, I think, I, uh, okay, so I have good and bad. So I, I like the the... It felt like it was okay for me. I like that they redeemed, kind of redeemed Natalie Portman's um, Jane Foster yeah. um, because, you know, she, she, the first two movies with her, you know, she just wasn't likable. Um, and Natalie Portman herself is great. Uh, she's an amazing actress, but I feel like the writing, if you don't, if you're not able to make her likable, like this amazing actress, then it's, it's not her fault. It's the writing. But this one felt like she finally got to, you know, be written in a, in a really fun way that kind of redeems her, the character for Jane Foster, because I didn't really care about Jane Foster when like they announced her, I was like, Ooh, Hey, cool. Lady Thor. That's cool. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, they, he really, um, the writing like with, with Taika did a really great job with bringing her to life and making her likable. Um, but the story overall, I, <laughs> excuse me, I really liked it. Um, but I felt like the jokes kind of were flat. I think it's because it's been done before. I think uh, we've heard Taika Waititi's jokes, um, like his humor and his comedy many times that Ragnarok felt new and, and fresh. Um, mm -hmm. This one felt like it was like, it was okay. Like the joke still made me laugh, but not out loud like it did previously. And it's probably because it's been done before. It didn't feel fresh, um, but it was still funny. Um, and the heart, it, there was a lot of heart. I did appreciate all the heart. The third act kind of threw me off, um, just felt random. Um, I felt like they, they, it wasn't like a strong third act, including the villain. Because in the beginning, the villain felt like, oh man, Christian Bale, this is going to be good. Uh, the third act felt very rushed. And it felt like how Marvel typically um, rushes their third act. 
Mm-hmm. So, but overall, it was okay. Like I didn't, I didn't hate it. I liked it. I I enjoyed it, and I enjoyed seeing Thor's butt. I enjoyed seeing Russell Crowe, <laughs> um, you know, and all these uh, all these um, Easter eggs that popped out. Um, I like uh, like Larry said, um, yeah, Tessa Thompson's Valkyrie was underutilized, and um, so was so was um, Gore, uh, uh, yeah, Gorg, yeah, yeah. Oh my God, like Korg. So it was Korg, and Korg, so Korg, I, yeah. I felt like I felt like. It was it was just okay. It was okay for me. It was funny, had heart, but it was okay. Yeah. Um, I think I'm like I think I'm I, I I'm vibing with, with all what like everything that everyone is saying here as far as the movie goes. Cause um saw it last week and you know, you have some time to kind of sit with the movie. Uh one of the first questions I got was like, was it better than Ragnarok? And then I recently just watched Ragnarok over the weekend and I absolutely at least to me, absolutely not. Um I think I think what really came down to it as far as like which movie I prefer, uh it it went to Ragnarok because I felt like Ragnarok you sat with the characters a little bit longer than what happens in here. And uh, in this movie, I have this same issue that I had when I was watching Multiverse of Madness, where things are moving like really, really quick. Like the movie is just under two hours, and uh, that you know that can either be a when it comes to these movies, these MCU or Marvel or superhero movies in general, uh, that can either really be a really, really good thing. I think like under two hours is what you want for like a Venom or like a whoever. But I think when you get into these more meatier MCU movies, like, you know, I think just over two hours, like 210 or 215 that they used to do is really like, I think that's a really solid amount of time. Because I think Thor, Love and Thunder clocked in around like 217. And I thought that one had better pacing than this movie. And I think that's just what it, you know, what it came down to, which is how the pacing was, um, because everything moves a lot quicker in this movie, like, they do. They touch on the. Uh, they touch on the like the uh, the Natalie Natalie Portman store or or um, Jane Foster. They touch on like the cancer stuff for a moment, and then they go right into kind of her already having the powers. And I thought we were gonna have more time dealing with her diagnosis and stuff, and then getting into the uh, you know the Thor powers and stuff like that. So. Um, I, I just think when it comes down to the movie, I think the pacing could have been a little bit better and the uh, the structure of the movie could have been better because it does kind of come to a halt a little bit uh, in the middle section there, like when they get to like the gods and stuff like that. So I think there's definitely just some type of editing and timing issue with the movie. But I think coming out of it, my initial thoughts was that I liked it and I had a good time. Um, but it just uh, it, it it's it's some it's a movie that's just not gonna hold, it's not gonna stick with me for a while like like a like 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 say like an Infinity War or like a Civil War or even like uh, like Black Panther or something like that that'll like stick with me for a little bit. Uh, I watched the movie, I had a good time, and then I kind of moved on. And um, I don't think they want that with this universe and stuff. And I think that I I kind of wanted a little more to do when it came to the character of Thor, because, you know, we've seen Thor a lot now and it's like, you know, what more can we have Thor do that to make his character's character seem more interesting. But overall, you know, I still vibe with Taika and I still vibe with his vision when it comes to like the comedic stuff. Um, I still had a good time with that. I think the action is great. Um, online, this movie is a mess because everyone has kind of like decided that they, they're, they're going to hate the movie because of like, you know, everyone's just nitpicking a lot of shots from the film on Twitter and they're all like going crazy over it and stuff. And But there's definitely a lot of moments when the movie where like the movie is very, very pretty and stuff and it's nice to look at. So uh, it's a weird discussion going on online, but I think overall I did have a good time with it. Um, I wanted to go into uh, Josie's thoughts here to kind of get... Uh, what were some of the things that uh, wasn't working for you as to why, like, you couldn't give it that, like, that, like, high, high rating? Yeah, I think the main thing for me was gore because I was loving Christian Bale and I was loving his performance and he was genuinely terrifying at times. But I felt like they tried to keep it a little light because yeah. it is Marvel. It is under Disney. We can't be too scary. But Christian Bale was giving so much that I wish they had played into that more. Because a lot of people are saying that he was terrifying. And I'm like, yeah, but it's kind of undercut. I wish we would have played into that a little bit more because it genuinely would have been really great. Especially that scene. Like there are a couple of scenes where he's with. So he captures 
spoiler alert, it, he captures some people. I'm not going to say what, but he captures <laughs> something. And then he's like taunting them throughout the film. But it never, mm. he could have been a lot scarier during those scenes. And they tried to keep it a little bit mellow so as not to scare the children. But it, it was kind of giving me the vibes of Jude Law and Rise of the Guardians. So up to that point, I was like, this feels like something we've seen before. So that was just playing in the back of my mind. So that was that's probably a me problem. (laughs) But on the bright side, I did like um, how they dealt with the relationship. I did like Jane Foster. I did like the way Mm -hmm. you guys mentioned. I really do agree that I liked how they played into that because I didn't care for Thor in the first two films. For me, Thor didn't start existing until Ragnarok. Mm hmm. So they really did play up the relationship and they gave it justice and everything. And I like that little montage of them and like how we saw the fallout and everything. Um, oh, I actually like that part too. That yeah. part was really, really good. Yeah, because it, um, it was we, we, was that what you mentioned? We got a moment to at least be with them for a bit. Yeah, yeah. Because the movie, somebody, okay, so there's like, so online, um, I guess the movie's been like, I mean, well, the movie came, I mean, the movie was shown to critics last week. So it's been like leaked all over the place and one of the arguments that came up was like, oh, they wrote this, the movie's rushed. Are you kidding? And I was like, I wouldn't say like completely rushed, but I did think that when it, when it came to Jane Foster, just her arc, I think for me, it just happened way too quick. Um, it happened in like, like in a mere like five minutes for me. And I was like, I would have liked more time with that. Um, it, it reminded me of like when I was watching Multiverse of Madness and Multiverse of Madness kind of starts off with like the monster coming after America Chavez. Yeah. And then they're like, who's sending the monster? And I'm sure the audience, we all know who's sending the monster, but I wanted that mystery of like who's sending those monsters to America Chavez to last more than like two minutes. And then it was like figured yeah, out, oh, it's I didn't Wanda. Know. And yet I was still let down. I'm like, that was such a bad reveal. And that's a, yeah, such and a good it was twist. like it was literally the first twenty minutes of the movie, and I'm like, see, this is why I think some of these movies really do warrant at least two ten or like two fifteen. They used to do most of their movies were that length. I don't know why all of a sudden they started to go with these shorter, shorter run times, but uh, yeah, it's just one thing that was that that stood out to me was just like pacing stuff. Um, and then I'll jump to you, Larry. What are the the things that stood out that really, really worked for you? Um, since you seem like the one, the main one who like really, really enjoyed it. What are some of the things that really worked for you? <laughs> yeah, so I have to say, I maybe I have like a weird opposite effect to Dwayne, where mm-hmm. coming out of it, I was actually a little bit skeptical. I was like, okay, how am I feeling? It really took me like mulling over the film <laughs> mm-hmm. to get to that. And I kind of, well, no, I wasn't like that. I, I was pretty positive coming out of Doctor Strange just because I love Sam Raimi's insanity and that's really what like slapped me in the face with that film and then the problems kind of crept in here it took me a minute because I will say it's not nearly as funny as Ragnarok I think that's a big problem is Ragnarok is just really funny (laughs) the entire pretty much the whole film and I did not laugh like that in this film Mm -hmm. so I didn't come out with that initial high I also don't love the end I can't say what it is some people are loving what they do at the end of this film. It doesn't make me excited to move forward. Um, the end, or are you talking about? Are you talking about the post credits? No, the not the post credit scene. The literal ending of the film. I was not on board, so that also left me on a little bit of a. Mmm, that was note. that was cute. No, it was not cute. I was like, mm, this is a choice, and I don't want to move forward with this choice. But you know, we'll see where it goes. Uh, yeah. But I actually thought they handled Jane Foster well, so I don't. I'm not on that same butt with Dwayne there. I didn't mind that we kind of moved quickly in the beginning because I thought we spent enough time with her dealing with the repercussions of it and kind of like internally dealing with the diagnosis and dealing with what her body was going through throughout the film that I, I guess I didn't need it to oh, okay. I can, under, I can understand that. I can understand that. that yeah. Almost, Cause it was like yeah. her main part. My biggest, like I said, my biggest problem one They've been lying in our face. Yeah, they played in our face a little bit. Both Taika and Natalie right Ooh. there just the other day. This film was not gay enough. I'm gonna I say keep right telling right you now. and Hannah. Okay. I, I, was cannot I, I cannot wait. I cannot wait for Cinemania Live. I keep telling you and Hannah. Flat out. But I just need to not be strung on a rope. That's my problem. <laughs> <laughs> don't string me along and don't breadcrumb. Either do it or don't. Like, either just They don't. did something with, like, Valkyrie. Like, they were, like, kind of. 
kind of. They were like, oh, they, she's looking at her weird. That was and the was worst like, breadcrumb was Valkyrie. It was. I mean, it was they really kept bad. emphasizing about how she lost her girlfriend and everything. Like, they yeah. kept emphasizing that she I mean, likes women. Well, they tried it with Korg, too. Like, Korg yeah. and Derek. Or I mean, I actually like thought Korg's was better done than Valkyrie's. Oh, personally. yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, but Valkyrie, because uh, we knew it was coming with her. Like, they've yeah. made it clear Valkyrie was going to be bisexual in this universe. They were like, okay, Tessa's been pushing it. You know, her and Brie have both been pushing for their characters uh-huh. to, like, meet and, you know, maybe get a little something going on. Uh-huh. Um but I want, I mean, part of the problem is Valkyrie just did not have enough screen time. Yeah. They cut out that amazing shot of her licking her knife. Like, it's not even in the and I, I, I also, too, this is not like a spoil. I don't know what what this would be called. I just hate the way they kind of get rid of her for the final act. I was really uh, silly. Yeah. I was like, what? I thought and she I was, was like, going to die. Well, yeah, I was like, put Valkyrie there. Oh what are you God. doing? Well, listen, I was about to riot. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I had to, I, they, they talked to me off the edge of pure riot in the movie theater because I, I would mean, have been very upset. There was someone else that also suffered something and I I was about to, I, I almost got out of my seat. I was like, excuse me. Ooh, I, will I did say, not sign up for this. <laughs> I will say with the villain, although I do, I understand. I know a lot of people are very upset that he doesn't have a lot of screen time. And that's, I think that's very valid. He could have used more screen time to maybe flesh out that, you know, horrifying nature that he was bringing. I do think part of it has to do with what Josie was saying is they were just trying to make him like a kind of scary villain without going overboard. But I do find him such an intriguing villain. I think they do a really, really good job of setting up, you know, motive and empathy with him in a very short amount of time. So that's, I think that's a really good way to catch us up on gore without yeah. having to give us this huge backstory, yeah. make us feel for him. And yeah. I'll be real. If Thor wasn't a God, I would have been team gore in this film. Cause I was like, mm, you know what? Maybe he should be able to kill them all because <laughs> I, I, I actually cool. agree. I really liked gore. I liked the, what they did with him as far as mm-hmm. the character, the darkness, uh, when he came out of shadows, I thought it was really, really cool. The way he looked, I really liked as well. Um, one complaint that I saw regarding gore was that he, you didn't see no God butching. You saw like one. And that okay, was pretty yes, much it. Yes, I wanted to bring yeah, that yeah. up. So, it's like, <laughs> so we know that the called, gods are dying. <laughs> my, my but we boy don't is see called it. Gore, he's called Gore the God Butcher. And we see like a we, we see a butching. We see there one. are no stakes. Then, there are no stakes. We know there are yeah. stakes because we're being told that. But we don't see it. I wanted to see it. I wanted to feel that this person was genuinely terrifying and a menace. <laughs> And and comparing to like Ragnarok, like Hella, they cut back to her like slaughtering folks all the time, you know. See, so that exact it was same just thing. we felt that we could like to the point that they had to destroy Asgard to defeat yeah. her. That those are stakes, Mama. Yeah, yeah so I, I agree with that. Like mm-hmm. she, like Hella, I feel like that's the thing we're comparing it, and it's yeah. the thing like it's both Taika Waititi's and like. I I I really I felt like the Gorg could have had a lot more because you you emphasize and I love the symbolism behind it like false gods there are no gods and they tried to have you sympathize with um like not not empathize with him but like they kind of have you like what he's doing is wrong because he killed the nicest god ever you know um <laughs> yeah. and then they sh- and then you know it it does it doesn't help that the gods that we got to see you know with Zeus and that that kingdom of gods even though the dumpling god is my god um the dumpling that little god. Dumpling. <laughs> Um, that, is my God. Uh, <laughs> that, that is who I pray to. Um, but yes, um, uh, even though they showed them being selfish, and I was kind of like, yeah, let them kill him, let them all. But at the same time, um, it just felt like you you created this great character, and he yes, he didn't he didn't kill a whole bunch of gods in front of you, but yeah. the third act kind of failed him because it's like he finally made it, he finally you know is accomplishing his goals. And yet he gets pulled back out of nowhere. And I felt like that was so seemed out of character from what the character we built from. And it just felt really quick to redeem uh, for a redemption. And I, it's not spoiling anything, but it's quick for redemption. And I just feel like that was, it was so rushed. And so, like you said, the pacing was bad. And I just felt like it just didn't feel satisfying. The third act yeah. just did not feel satisfying. 
Yeah, it was just one thing I realized coming out of it. Like, okay, so like when I'm watching it, well, first of all, I was a part of me selfishly was excited the movie was short because that means you know I got off of work and I can get 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 through this quick and go home and sleep. But in in total, like in in like you know in reality, I was just like, man, this movie is flying, and I was like, I don't know what it is, but like gore we're already at the climax of the movie and i felt like we're barely it's like a lot of these mcu like miss marvel is about to be done next week i just don't this mcu right now it's like everything it's like feels really rushed and i don't know why these these, some of these movies are then you have like spider-man and like eternals was pretty long and spider-man was like what 220 something so that those are pretty good lengths but um there was just something, something that you know the movie probably would have had a higher rating for me if there was just more meat to the bone as far as like the character work and just like the length of the film as far as like you know having more time with everybody and um anybody who's yeah. going into this like oh man the Guardians are gonna have as much time as Hulk and Ragnarok oh, oh my boy. god I want to I want to <laughs> talk about that too because I think I think I think that's what brought it down for me because maybe they changed it because so many things are changing in Marvel in terms of the storyline and the things that they're releasing. But I remember when this was announced and at least it was sold to me or maybe I have selective memory as a film that was going to be like the guardians and Thor. Mm -hmm. And yet, and yet this is not a spoiler guys. They're barely in it at the beginning. They're in the opening, like the first, like what? five to ten minutes of the first act five and then they're gone minutes. and then they're yeah, gone man. and i know i know <laughs> listen i know we don't they're like gone. i don't we don't like the crisp rat but <laughs> <laughs> i like the guardians i like the guardians i love their dynamic i wanted to see them with thor and just thor proving that he's um a better man that doesn't play into toxic masculinity the way that uh peter quill does so i wanted to see mm-hmm. that dynamic and we didn't they just leave because of course they have their own movie to get to and that bothered me and uh some of the guardians even have lines I'm like yeah they're not there then the actor person no. whoever they're not there this this is they're all like props right now the only one the only guardian that really had a line was chris that must have been <laughs> the best paycheck yeah he like everyone was just like it was like it was so weird they were just silently standing there like when that when those scenes was happening i did love this scene i do love like what ended up happening as far as like you it know, was a good opening. That. I just yeah wish they yeah I, I like the opening more. <laughs> like I will say, like I like the opening, the first like ten minutes where you go into like gore already, and then you go into you know Thor. I liked all of that. Um, it's just as a whole, I just felt like the movie could have been a little bit longer. But um, yeah. So like, uh, let's go to Laura. Was there any uh performances that stood out to you um in the in the film like Chris Hemsworth, Natalie Portman, uh, well, Christian Bale, anybody? Yeah, but first off, for the Guardians thing, I okay, I know everyone's like, oh, about the Guardians, but did they ever explain what happened to his eye? Because he got his eyes replaced, but now his eyes look normal. But anyway, <laughs> I digress. Um, but the, the standout performance, um, the standout performance that I that stood out for me, even though his character was like really like a horrible person, uh, Russell mm-hmm. Crowe's Zeus has made me laugh. Um, just because it was so out of character from what we know with Russell Crowe. Um, and he made him, instead of a Greek god, he made him sound like a kind of like an Italian mobster. And I thought that was kind of funny. Like, he's all like, what do you mean? Like, it just it just felt really, like, really just out out, out, out there, outrageous. So I kind of appreciated that. But um, that's a side, that's a side um, joke regarding that. But um, the standout was definitely Natalie Portman. Um, because, you know, it's great to see her kind of be like likable and, 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 um, you know, just be a character that, you know, just, it just felt like the first two just didn't feel right about her (laughs) something about her. Just, she felt annoying. And then this time it felt like, oh man, like she's likable, she's relatable and she gets to be the hero. And so that, that was kind of cool. And just to see her, um, be sarcastic and be jokey as an actress, like she's, it, it's great to see her flex some uh, comedy stuff. Um, I wish we got to see more of Tessa, but every scene that Tessa was in was always amazing. Um, oh, yeah, she was great. Yeah. Korg, I felt like Korg's jokes kind of fell flat for me um, because it's been told before. <laughs> like, um, I just, I, like, I, I love, I love, I love Taika. I love Korg. 
but I just felt like, okay, this, instead of it being like Ragnarok, I was like, I could not stop laughing. Like I laughed so much in Ragnarok that I missed the next joke because it was just so mm. many jokes. Um, but this one, I felt like instead of like laughing out loud, I was kind of like, oh, okay, this is, this is okay. haha. Um, <laughs> and I, I, and I, I, I wish that I, I wish for more for that character um, for, for that. So yeah, the standout and maybe the the woman. The it's always gonna be the woman, I guess. Like the um the like Tessa's Valkyrie and it's great to see them partner up even for a little bit. Um it's nice to see like badass women work together. But other than that, like I just everything else was it was just fine. Like like it was great. Thor looks good. Um his body looks good. Like he must not have drank water during that scene, but it looks so good, so worth it. <laughs> um but yeah, other than that, that's it. Uh, Larry, how about you? Anybody that really uh, stood out to you besides, like, who really stood out to you this time around in this flick? Don't be saying besides. Um, <laughs> no, I Natalie Portman was for sure my standout. Uh, part of that, I think, is that her character goes through the most development in the film. Yeah, I think her yeah. character takes the biggest kind of both emotional journey and just journey in general. So she gets to show off a lot of different sides to her and it's easily the best that Jane Foster and Natalie Portman have been in MCU and she was fantastic. I really think she actually elevated a lot of the material. Um, but I do think that Christian Bale was also really good yeah. uh, and chewed up every single scene he was able to be on camera. He made sure that like any sort of makeup VFX they put on him uh, <laughs> was for good use. Not like poor Karen Gillan probably had to sit in that chair for like 10 hours to get that blue <laughs> for what. Um, but uh, no and then I do think Tessa is great Ugh, and she gets to show a little bit more depth as well mm. honestly I the, the MC if we're going to do any sort of MCU prequel series I just want to chill in new Asgard with Valkyrie as king like I don't I know people will be mad if there's no plot I don't really need a plot I just want to chill in new Asgard with Valkyrie so you know if you want to give us that scene of her like building up new Asgard to be this like tourist attraction. I love that aspect yeah like <laughs> new Asgard. that series at least a little yeah. short or something on Disney plus we got her out here doing commercials uh and I think Chris Hemsworth was Fantastic. I Thor, listen, outside of me just being a Chris Hemsworth simp, period, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. think Thor is my favorite MCU. If you know me, you know I love a, a good lightning hero, uh, mm. left, right, and center. If they got lightning, something about it apparently drew me in as a child. So Thor is my favorite of the yeah. Avengers. And I think he's just come in a great, like, full character arc since the first Thor till now. And even in this film, I really liked the development story that they gave him. Uh, you know, for somebody who's lived over a thousand years, keeping, you know, the will to, to go on when you've lost everything in your entire yeah. life. Um and this was an interesting way to further develop him as a character. So, yeah, I, I liked most all of our, our core cast and the cameos that came in. Although they were a bit repetitious from Thor Ragnarok, the cameos in New Asgard, I audibly laughed. So that was oh, a fun right, moment for me. Right. There was one big one and I was howling. I was like, <laughs> I was howling. Uh only thing I'll say is hella, but not. Oh my not, god! I wish I wasn't actual, spoiled. Yeah. <laughs> not, oh, not, I got spoiled. That was a spoiler for you. For you? So oh. I, I got spoiled because there were set photos that were that were coming out and spreading oh, everywhere, I and I didn't get I to look me. away. Yeah, that person was shown on yeah. Twitter, and I it, it spoiled it for me because I feel like if I watched it and I saw it like without being spoiled, I would have been like, oh my god! Instead, I was like, oh. I mean, it just felt kind of spoiled for me. Oh, no. oh man, I blow because like my theater, my my screening, like everybody, and I and I, I say this all the time. Like when I go to these Boston screenings, like they are so boring. Like they hate everything, and like they all was like gasping and laughing and stuff. So I thought it was like it's not actual hella people. It's not like yeah. you know. Now I now I know who you're talking about. It took me a second. I just had like a <laughs> full on brain blast moment where I was like, think, think, who are they talking about? But, 
the but new yes. I would agree later the new Asgard stuff the fact that it was like a tourist attraction and they had mm-hmm. like hotels and they had like you know you know, you know they had like ways to get in there and like airline and stuff like that yeah. I thought that was all like really really cool and then like cruise ships um, they do something <laughs> re- they also do something like really cool is regarding like Mjolnir in uh in new asgard which i i i liked all of that i bought oh all of that let me just all say really we the, this has been referred to as like a romantic comedy basically yeah. and it's not really the romantic comedy part between jane and thor which i think is good i actually again it's the best chemistry they've had they do something yep. with the hammers <laughs> in this film and thor that was probably oh my, God, my yeah. funny like the funniest uh, subplot of this entire film has to do with thor and his hammers it's really it was the best part. I, it's so good <laughs> i've seen so many i've seen so many split split on that like people what? love it and it people funny. people How hate people it people not like it <laughs> i thought so good. i personally thought it was hilarious but the one okay, the one thing that I thought they overdid, and Taika does this a lot in his movies when like something's funny, he keeps doing it. Um, the one thing I thought they overdid was the damn goats. Like I get it, they yell, they're funny, like you know, like the goats. No, they're was, stupid. Like, I like them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like them, and then I'm like, after the nineteenth time, I'm like, all right, I get it. They're no, they're keep going. Goats. There was what? Okay, I'll say this. So they got annoying to me through the middle. But yeah. then they have no. this moment near the end with the planet that I cackled. Yes. So it was like, it got annoying and then it got funny again just for one more moment that I was like, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so I just will say, yeah, I, I, I guess I would I would agree as far as like, I, I, I did think more, I think more things worked than didn't work in the movie. So that's why I ended up giving it like a positive. Um I remember looking at Josie's tweets about like she's like I just don't know what to say. Okay, <laughs> I, I really like, didn't know. I'm watching it again on Friday. I was so scared mad. to see Josie, but Josie was nicer. See, I, y'all on Twitter, y'all like be trying to fool the like, people. No, I like Taika, so uh-huh. I, I like <laughs> I was nice. I, yeah. I just. Because the people are listening. The people in their Twitter reviews will be I like, so oh afraid of being mean. I, I was like, rolling on mean. the ground laughing. Funniest thing I've seen. Three out no. of five. And then other <laughs> like Josie be like, Oh, I'm scared. I don't I can't talk until the people are in bed. People are gonna jump me. Three out of five. Oh, what? Because what? I, I walked out and everyone was like, you didn't like it. I'm like, I did not not like it, but I didn't love it. It's not a two thumbs up. I get it. Yeah. It's like, it's what yeah. happens when you just like, you, you really feel like wanna... a grouch. You feel like a grouch. I get because it. everyone's loving it. And you're like, man, the grouch. I, I understand that. Because like, I, I, the story wise, it felt flat. But then I did love the imagery. Like what Taika did with making it a feeling like a rom-com. Yeah. He made it feel like film noir with the black and white. With how the trucker really cool, reminded yeah. me of Sin City. Um, that was cool, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then he added like some other elements. Like uh, he added so many different elements that I just felt like, wow, he did such a great job bringing in different mixtures. Like honestly, yeah. I felt like I was watching a rom com at one point and I was just like, oh, this is feels like a rom com. And then it switches mm-hmm. to Sin City, and then it switches to 80s action with the splits. Like yeah. I, with the <laughs> Van Damme splits. Like I felt like, <laughs> wow, this is. He, he's given me different things. And as a director, I really appreciated that. And the only thing I had, uh, the one thing that made me shade off a grade was like, he wasn't in that, he wasn't in that retrofit like too much. Ooh. The one that he starts off with, with the vest and he looks so good right there. I hate the new suit that he has, the blue. Yeah. I hate it so much. It's awful. Um, but his retrofit that he was wearing with the guardians, like I wanted to see that. For a longer time he looked good um so i will say like the costume design is like something i really like besides his suit suit was ugly but like everything I mean, me and laura like, really liked that costume when he was with zeus that's not mm. bad. i mean yep. he should have stayed that's the costume he should have stayed in a little <laughs> bit longer but he's like just the right amount just the right amount <laughs> even the toga even when he has that little makeshift oh my god toga, that toga like, oh, oh my god, god. that man <laughs> has no body fat i was just Too like much. i just want to wash my clothes on him you gotta watch that damn that disney plus thing that he does he'd be like in mountains and shit he don't be eating he just be like in you know <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> you know real food man anyway um it was, let's get into some final thoughts for thor 11 thunder i guess what i'll say is that i really enjoyed it i just think these movies need to give themselves some more time but i really had a good time i think taika knows what he has with thor and i think 
I'm really glad that Tyke is here to handle Thor because it seems like like Chris Hemsworth like was revitalized once Tyke took over the character because beforehand, if you're like someone online who's like, oh man, oh, I miss what we had with Thor. No, you don't. Like all y'all was mad about Dark World and the first Thor and all that type of stuff. So when Thor, Thor really became like relatable to the general audience with Ragnarok. And then Infinity War and Endgame and stuff like that. So I think when Taika took over the reins, it's, it's something that really helped Chris Hemsworth like kind of grow as a character. So I really enjoyed. I really I, I'm like I'm really enjoying them too as a pairing, like director as a director kind of character pairing. Um, the post credit scenes has been getting like a lot of praise. It's been getting like all oh, one of the best as again. Um, it was I. Right. No, no, I have here in my notes the end credit exclamation point question mark. My glasses fogged up from screaming into my mask. (laughs) I I think my whole theater, my whole theater, like screamed, Oh my god! Like, yeah, Yeah. I was, I was, which one, the first one or the second one? Like, what's up? The The final one, one. no, for me, it was the first one. Well, the first one, the reveal of that person, right. Yeah, I was like, I was out of my seat. I went to the premiere and the theater, whole theater bursted in like, oh my God. First of all, Alex, Alex had no idea what was happening. Me, I was like, (laughs) cool, great, awesome. That was the most excited I got throughout the entire film. You know what though? It's the people who don't know who that person is, like not the character, but the actor. Like it's the people who don't know that weren't excited. Yeah, it's it's really the actor that that makes it. Yeah, it's, it's people who know the actor, knows what the actor is all about, you know, previous stuff. And that's when everyone started cursing. <laughs> no, that's how you do fan service. <laughs> oh, my God. It just hit me. Yeah. Yeah. That's why Josie was going crazy. Doing. Oh, my God. It just hit me. I was like, who gives a fuck about this? And I was like, oh, right. That's why Josie. Okay. Yeah. If you that wasn't love, like announced or anything. Actors, other characters, you know. He, he wasn't like announced or anything like that. No, no. no. It's a secret. It's, it's Harry Styles. Yeah. Larry has. Larry Harry has, Styles. Larry has is, no idea. Yeah. I promise you, Larry does not watch stuff like I on streaming. That show. I know so, what show he's on. Yeah. Right. Not watch <laughs> it. Oh, this yeah. is a Harry. This is what's better this than is a the Harry Styles. Yeah. Okay. Better. I got spoiled variety. Well, because I was sitting. Yeah, I well, I heard a lot of things like people were like, "Oh, when you see this," and I'm like, "What?" And I was like, (laughs) "Listen, the character is like not even like C level in the comics." So I'm like, "Everyone's going crazy," and I'm like, "Everyone was going crazy about this." And I was like, "Man, like this feels like Clea all over again." Like Clea, that that reveal was whack. And then so I was watching this, and I was Uh, like, "But it just dawned on me." Wow, My that is why everyone's excited. going crazy. When we left, we were talking about it, and then we just wow. started chanting the little song that actor has in his show. Yes. All of yes. us just going like, "Yeah!" See, yeah. now that makes me now that makes me more intrigued to go see it again because now I'm like, "Oh, that's right." Okay, yeah, it's the cool. same way as um, one of the actors from that same show was in a post credit for I think. It was No Way Home, right? Yeah, yeah. And I freaked yeah. out too. Yeah. I'm like, these. Oh well, yeah, No Way Home. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. freaked out for that one too. But like, it's kind of like it, it. Like that's why you need to get a person if you're gonna have like a big surprise. You need to get someone of a big name because Harry Styles. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows who Harry Styles is. Yeah, you that post credit um, scene. I remember Karen. like. Everybody was screaming when he came on screen, oh which is listen. These girls whipped out their phone and like these girls in front of us at Eternals. I'm almost positive they only came to see that movie because yeah, they probably the, because they like were crying, screaming, pulled out their phones and recorded that post credit. I mean, they lost their minds. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I will say with that casting, um, I think that's a really good casting for Star yeah. Fox. I think that's a really good cast. It's like it's right. It's the character. Star Fox is a ladies' man. Like I'm like, oh, this is perfect. It's so smart. Um, and then this, and then. See now I'm like now now I really want to see it again because I did not mm-hmm. get the hype. I it, it came on the screen. Nobody in my theater moved. 
I was like, okay. My theater and then went, went crazy. Alex was like, what the fuck's going on? And I was like, brother, I don't know. <laughs> I told him who the character was. She's like, oh, yeah, cool. He doesn't give a shit. He's like, all right, great, great. No, it's and then the we actor. leave. It's really the actor, yeah, Dwayne. It's the yeah, okay, it's the actor. That's why I was like, I, I was like, everybody's going crazy for blank? But all right. Yes. <laughs> but now I get it. But okay, also, cool. yeah. since, we, since we mentioned Eternals, this is a perfect time for me. <laughs> Because what I liked is that film. Ooh. You know the um, the the Earth isn't gonna like die, and still so the stakes were high, and that's what I wanted in this one. Sure. Well, you know yeah. what? I, we did see Celestials at the go- with the gods. I was I saw them, and I was like, "Look at these people, you mother!" <laughs> Killing my Eternals. Um, thought should right. kill them. Um, yeah, I guess that's my final thoughts for the movie. Now I get it, I guess, with the post-credit. I think yeah. everyone, if you know, if you know, you know, and you're going to have a good time. Um, all right, let's get some final thoughts. Let's go to you, Larry. Final thoughts for Thor 11. Yeah, it's certainly not perfect. I think it doesn't quite get that perfect balance I was hoping for, uh, but it does a good enough job. And the highs are really high. And when I was having fun watching this film, I was really having a good time. And that really carries it through to the end. I thought Jane's journey in the film is really strong and makes up for you know maybe some of the other characters and what they're lacking in the script and you know it's always just a good time for me when when thor is kind of the main focus of what's going on whether it be in the avengers movies his own solo films when chris hemsworth gets a chance to shine i think that's why what you were saying rings true Dwayne. Because directors don't really understand. They're finally kind of understanding how to utilize him better. He's not mm-hmm. hes not just this action star. I think he comes off a little bit bland when they throw him in just straight up action. Because at his core, I think Chris Hemsworth is really funny. He works well as like comedic action. And that's what Taika Waititi has really brought out in him. And that has allowed him to really shine in the character of Thor. And it works here once again. So look, if you're somebody who's going already sharing, you know, these screenshots from the trailers and stuff, Mm -hmm. uh, you're probably going to nitpick and you're going to, you know, hate this film because it's largely on blue and green screen. Uh, I mean, hello, they're in outer space. Um, But (laughs) I, I think it's fun. I think as we stated by Laura earlier, Taika brings his own visual style and unique direction to the film at large. And if if you go in wanting to have a good time, I think overall you will. Yeah, I agree. I agree. If you're going in here, I, I this gotta be a bloodbath over here on like Friday, Saturday, it's gonna be a mess. Like, you know, oh man, Marvel is uh they're in the can now. Uh, you know, all that shit's gonna be all over the place. So it's already there. Uh, also, people <laughs> stop do- like I don't understand why we have to explain to you many shots are are meant to just be seen in fluid motion like they aren't designed to be screenshotted at a millisecond every other millisecond and look flawless i mean this this, it's not real (laughs) i hate to break it to people what you're seeing on the screen is not real it's not going to say that's not really asgard gosh like it drives me nuts i'm like do you understand the medium of film versus photography they're not the same and i wish film twitter would stop treating them like they should be the exact same i agree it's a mess out here laura let's get some final thoughts from you for uh throw 11 thunder yeah i you know i i i enjoyed the movie i don't want people to think oh just because i have some issues doesn't mean that i didn't enjoy it like i sat back i enjoyed it i laughed i felt emotions uh you know i I got to see some different aspects of from directing from Taika. So I, I did overall enjoy it. I didn't like some of the, 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 the choices made, especially the third act. Like what Larry said, like that one decision at the end with, I think they wanted to continue a legacy. They felt really, really random. Um, but I just felt like in the villain act three curse, um, but overall, I enjoyed it. Um, you know, it's not perfect, um, and there's there's not every movie, and not, there's no movie that's perfect other than Into the Spider Verse. Um, but there, it's not perfect, and um, you know, Preach. it yeah, like uh, it just it, it you know there's but you know what you can sit back and enjoy it and not just love it. I liked it. I didn't love it. So basically, 
it, I'm glad it re- redeemed Natalie Portman's Jane Foster. I, I have to, I don't know why I have to label Natalie Portman's Jane Foster. It's Jane Foster, but I, I just love saying her name, Natalie Portman. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know why they like. Uh, I, I really appreciate they redeemed that character. Um, Wish for more for others, but you know what? It's I understand they they had a certain amount of time, so that's why the choice is made. But if you just sit back and enjoy it and just like let it go and just watch it, I it's fine. It was just fine. Yeah, and uh, all right, let's go to you, Josie. Final thoughts for uh, Thor: Love and Thunder. It's not my favorite out of the MCU. Ragnarok supremacy. Um, <laughs> it had a good opening, so I was hope it felt different and promising. So I thought we were gonna go down that direction, but then it went into the usual like Marvel kind of humor and storytelling. So that was, I think, what disappointed me the most. But overall, even though it has its flaws, Waititi's usual flair makes it a good time. And despite feeling like a lot happened out of convenience than to serve the plot. I had a good time, and I guess that's what matters. Yeah, yeah, I, I I agree. Like at the end of the day, I had I had fun. It's nothing wrong with the movie being fun, but uh, you know, it's not one of my favorite MCU movies. It's still an MCU movie that I have like hovered right just above the middle, the middle like area of the MCU. Like it's not completely like forgettable, but like it's a fun movie to kind of go back and watch. You know, yeah. again. Um, so it's like right there for me as far as like ranking the MCU, you know, there's like, we're about to hit the 30 mark with these movies. Mm -hmm. I think we're at like 29. So there's a lot of movies here, but, uh, I think it's, yeah, I think it's right, right there, just above the middle for me. I I had a good time and, um, a couple of things don't work. And at the end of the day, it feels very, some of the plot feels a little bit hollow, but, um, you do have a, you have a great villain here. Um, with Christian Bale, and uh, yeah, I just think it's, I still think it's a lot of fun. So, um, all right, everyone, that is it for our review for Thor Love and Thunder. Thank you guys all for listening. Uh, go around, get everyone's social medias before we get off the air here. Let's start with you, Larry. Let everyone know where they can follow you. Yeah, you can find me at ChiliBoyYT on Twitter and ChiliBoyProductions on both Instagram and YouTube. And this week is a Chris Hemsworth takeover. All Chris Hemsworth material all week long. So come on over. <laughs> um, all right. And Josie. You can find me at the Josie Marie on Twitter and Letterboxd. You can also find Fun Posers at Fun Posers practically everywhere. All right. And Laura. Hi. You can find me uh, on, on social media, uh, Twitter, L Syrical, L S I R I K U L. Um, and I'm always tweeting about where I write for. I write for a whole bunch of different places like Nerdist, IGN, The Nerds of Color, um, Empire, and a whole bunch of other places. So you can always find me tweeting my work there. Um, but yeah, I'm on social, I'm on Twitter all the time, so you can tweet me. All right. I will tag everyone's social medias and links below in the description. You can follow me on Twitter at Cinemaniac94. You can follow the podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Cinemania World. That is it, everyone. My name is Dwayne. That was Larry, Laura, and Josie. We'll talk to you guys soon.